2: You are listening to Hashtag No Filter on Revolver. Before we get into who I'm having on the episode today, I wanted to thank you all so so much for all the support with Patreon. Um I recently launched my Patreon page for those who don't know, and there's six different tiers, and I just so appreciate your support and it's so fun. It's kind of like a little club, but not exclusive. It's a very inclusive club. If you haven't checked out my Patreon page, it offers a ton of different um, like I said, there are different tiers and a ton of different things that are each one. You just go to patreon.com slash Julie Lauren. You can also access it by going to my, uh, Instagram page at by Julie Lauren, clicking my link in my profile, which is julielorn.com slash links, and you'll see the direct link to Patreon. Anyway, let's get into today's episode. So it is with the wonderful Casey Dixon. And if you aren't familiar with Casey Dixon, although I'm sure a lot of you are, she has a very big following. Um, she has the website blog SBK Living, styled by Casey Living. She is also the co founder with her husband of the company Boozy, which is clean cocktails in a can. Like, sounds pretty perfect, right? And she also uh, has become known for her modern farmhouse in Idaho. She used to live in LA and she and her husband uh, picked up and moved to Idaho, which is very cool in itself. And anyway, so we had a really fun time talking. We talked all about how she got started with her website, how that kind of morphed into what it is, and then how Boozy came to be. A uh, fun story uh, about, you know, being in Mexico. That's where the inspiration came from. And then, of course, we talk about um, her her farmhouse, and we talk about just advice for someone starting a business, how it's been running a business in COVID, um, how, you know, kind of her advice on her words of wisdom on, growing a following, um, it's very different now than it was when she started her Instagram account, and just so much more. She gave some great pieces of advice. It was a really fun conversation. She also had a home birth, and she talks about that. Um, she did not expect, well, she she didn't plan to, like her whole life, she wasn't like, I'm gonna have a home birth, um, although I know some people do plan for that, but then when she got to Idaho, things changed, and she decided to have a home birth. She'll explain why, um, so she did that, which is, wow um and she's just as unfiltered as i am she's very real authentic and uh, very transparent on her social media channels and all her platforms and so of course i really appreciate that so without further ado let's get into episode 86 of hashtag no filter with casey dixon welcome casey how are you
3: i'm good how are you
2: I'm good. I'm so excited to have you. I feel like we have a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about. Um,
3: So let's
2: start for those who don't know who you are and don't know what you do. Will you give everyone a little background, who you are, what you do, a little kind of a little synopsis of your life?
3: Sure. Whoa.
2: It's like a, it's like such a loaded question. Oh, yeah. So, how far back you want
3: to go? Uh, lots of things. <laughs> yeah. Um. My background, I guess, my career is in fashion marketing. I lived in Los Angeles for about ten years, um, and really just kind of worked my way up kind of the corporate fashion ladder. And then I left, mm-hmm. and I decided. To go into wardrobing, I wanted to be a bit more creative. And I started my blog at the same time, which mm-hmm. now has turned into about five years later, more of a home lifestyle and mom blog because now I'm a mom. I'm a six-month-old. Yes. Um, so it's really you know, morphed and changed over the last 10 years. Um, and then at the same time, when I was leaving Los Angeles now I live in Idaho, I should say that. Uh-huh. I live in yeah. Valley, Idaho. Um, I started a company, Boozy, with my husband, which are uh, clean cocktails in a can. So I'm like, I, I mean, I so that's why I said we have so much to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's from like fashion to home to blogging to becoming a mom. And then, you know, yeah, you, know, you know, getting in the alcohol business. Okay,
2: throwing in the alcohol. Wait, so first I want to talk, again, a lot of things to talk about. First, I want to talk about Boozy. So yeah. when did Boozy come to be? I know there's a story here, inspiration behind it, a Mexico trip or something. Yeah. Like how this all happened
3: you <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> I said all great ideas, you know, start in Mexico. I have been in Mexico. It's not. It's kind of like
2: they say, like what happens in Vegas stays there. But like for this, it sounds like what happened in Mexico turned into be a great company. So tell us mm-hmm, yes. how Boozy came to be. What oh, well, you said what Boozy is, but how it all happened
3: yeah so um we were just i was on a bachelorette trip and just drinking by the pool making cocktails for all my girlfriends i mean we didn't want to drink you know wine at 11 didn't feel like that was appropriate um (laughs) and we didn't want a beer we didn't want to you know have a big old gut so we were making like vodka sodas or tequila sodas you know what us health conscious women were trying to drink. And one of my girlfriends, we just like looked at each other and we're like, why can't we have this in a can? So literally that's yeah. where the idea came that's from. That's literally how it happened? Yeah. Um, I came home, I talked to my husband, Luke, and he was like, that's a really good idea. And this was before, um, you know, seltzers are huge now, like White Claw and Truly mm-hmm. and those mm-hmm. things. The difference is we're actually a true cocktail in a can using vodka and tequila. We're not a malt-based or sugar-based um Beverage, so we are different. Oh. Yeah. So you're, so you are, so the cocktail in the can, so
2: yours, like you drink it as is. You just drink it. It's yeah. a cocktail in the can. You don't have to do anything
3: else to it. Exactly, it's pre mixed. So it's basically a vodka soda with a splash of some type of uh, flavoring, whether that be we have cranberry grapefruit, so different types of juices, and we just yeah. came up with tequila soda. So we actually imported the tequila from mm-hmm. Mexico. So you
2: know. So awesome. So how long has Boozy been around? When did it officially
3: launch? So it officially launched about a year and a half ago. So we're fairly new. Um, yeah. But I will say, I mean, when starting any business, really, even my blog, it takes years to really mm-hmm. you know, gain some traction. So we've exactly. we been in development for two years. So we've been doing this for almost wow. three and a half years. So it's been quite the growth. Oh, thing. wow well, yeah, and I
2: imagine a company, I mean, of course, starting any business is, is has its own set of challenges. Is it because there's alcohol involved? Is there like a whole nother layer of things you had to learn and do and license? Yeah. i don't I don't even know the words, but was there a lot to deal with?
3: Yes. and there's there continues to be because we are in about eight states right now. I mean, we're really focused on our home state of Idaho just because that's where we are. Um, mm. But each state is different as far as laws and regulations, as far as taxes, like everything. So it's kind of like every market we decide to go in, it's learning a whole new process of how the state is regulated for alcohol.
0: Wow.
2: So you can, but on your website, you can order from any state, but you're in terms of wholesale, you're only sold in the eight states or how, or or do you mean in all or eight states in general?
3: Um, we right. are only sold in eight states in general. Unfortunately, we can't sell direct to consumers. I see. We are alcohol. It has to go through a distributor, the three tier system. Um, right. Thanks, Prohibition. So, That's right. Cool. Okay. So, there there
2: you go. Like, there's a whole nother layer than yes. just like coming up with like a fruit juice. Like, there's a yes. whole
3: other layer. Yeah. Because we got you know, good old vodka and tequila in there. So, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. we have an extra. That's store. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I mean, how cool.
2: So what, what would you say is your favorite part about what you do in terms of, and we're going to get to the blog too, but in terms of running, um, Boozy as one of the founders of Boozy, what's like your favorite part about, about that?
3: Uh, my favorite part and my main role in it is the brand, like brand building and telling the story. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. I do with my blog. I'm a storyteller, and I feel like I always right. have since like you know little child putting on shows for my mom and stuff. so it, right. it's naturally what's in me, and i love I love growing it too, and the new things mm-hmm. that we can do and come up with and I mean it's just very. It's, I will say it's very cool to have a consumer product because obviously, with a blog, I've never had, I've never created a product of my own. So to see right. an actual product and then being sold in stores and people consuming it and giving you feedback, it's really exciting. It's so cool. And so, what would you say then on the
2: flip side is, I don't know, either your least favorite or the most challenging part? Like, are you, are there certain things you just don't touch, like your husband will do it, or like other like that you don't even deal with?
3: Oh, a hundred percent, yeah, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Uh, yeah and then, and like he, usually, if you're the creative one, it's the opposite, right? For the yeah, other. And, he, and his background is finance, and he has a finance company, so he is great with that, and he's just. Uh, really good at building relationships too. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of this business is that it's building good relationships yeah. with people and our distributors and all of our partners that it, we're involved with in just creating this one product. I mean, it goes through so many different steps and people and businesses right. and people created. And he's just like, he's so good with people.
2: Oh, that's so nice. So you, so it's the two of you that run it.
3: Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, We have, um, Amazing. three, three full-time people that kind of do everything. We all wear a lot of hats. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yes. It's the two of us. um, That's
2: so cool. How is it working side by side with your husband? Is that like the most fun or?
3: (laughs) Uh, That's a good question. In the beginning, I will say it was a little more challenging. And I think it was just, we needed to figure out each other's roles and kind Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. take care of what and listening to each other, um, if you yeah. asked me that, like, five years ago, I'd be like, I would never do anything. With that. <laughs> but, um, but it works well, it seems. It has, I, mean- I will say, I think we both kind of understand um, our strengths, and it's worked well. And it's nice because we did move up to Idaho during this time, too. And then we started right. or decided to have a family and started a family. And so we work from home. I mean, we're together, like, all the time <laughs> you must really like each other yeah we do uh well the great thing about us i just feel like we're really good friends too and like that's how yeah. our relationship started so we get along really well and we have fun with each other we don't take that's the things key. too seriously <laughs> so that's so how long have you been married how long have you guys been married we've been married almost five years in september okay Um, Got it. You
2: were friends before, like you knew each other prior.
3: Yeah. I mean, we've been together since we're like we're 20. So, like 14 years. Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love
2: that. And then you have one,
3: you have the one baby, six month old. Yeah.
2: Ford, we just had six months ago. Ford. Congratulations. So, (laughs) in terms of running a business right now, and I want to talk about your blog, but in terms of running a business, during, I mean, I know we're sort of coming out of Corona, but I kind of feel like it's still there and it's going to come back. But how has it been running a business during this like insanity and not just Corona There's so much going on in the world right now? How has it been the past yeah. few months?
3: Well, it's been really interesting because we're so new as well. Um, we, and because we're alcohol, like you want to have fun, right? You want to go do mm-hmm. things and we want to create experiences with, you know, our brand boozy and so we had a lot of great events coming up that were planned that we were part of and music festivals. So from a marketing standpoint it's kind of like we had to hit pause and think about um what we can do digitally for the time being right um which is fine i think for our team it's kind of made us rethink a few things and get a little more scrappy and creative which we already have to be because we're a new business and we don't have like a huge marketing budget in general um, so I will say it made us rethink marketing for sure because we're so event-focused and tastings in grocery stores mm-hmm. and things like that, and have people try it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but as far as sales go, we've seen them increase because people are drinking more. So Right, right. Kind of That's a been, great point. Yeah, so it's been a little bit of, of both, you know, negative and positive and trying to get creative with what we can do Right now, I mean, as we are really planning for twenty twenty one, to be honest, we feel like twenty twenty is kind of like you know, it's not not a, a lot. To <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, it's the worst, worst. So like, yeah, the worst. the worst. It's absolutely worst. So
2: planning, but that you know, it's true that because I think like when Corona stuff first started, I remember I don't know who told me this, but alcohol sales and I don't know if they were just talking about stores or what were so up. I mean, look, I drink. I love wine. I I, I drink. In general, a decent amount, but like during Corona, I think there was two days I haven't drank the past three months. Like, Uh, yeah,
3: (laughs) yeah, I feel the same exact way. I'm like, oh gosh, I think I need to just take a day off.
2: (laughs) Right? It's like insane. So I get the the fact that your sales are up. That totally makes sense. That's yeah, it's wild. So, so you have Boozy, and then you have your website and your Instagram, like totally separate from Boozy. So, well, or maybe they come together at times. But how how did the 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 lifestyle website, the blog, the Instagram, how did that all come to be?
3: So that really started when I left my corporate job and I just was looking for a creative outlet and I had a really good friend that's a food blogger and she's like, Well, why don't you just showcase, you know, your looks or your outfits or what you're doing on a blog. I didn't know what in the hell I was doing, to be honest. And this is like five years ago, like, oh, I have to create a blog. You know, I just Right. Out Kind of. And she gave me some guidance. Um, and I was somebody that was like, I don't want to be taking pictures of myself. Like I like, I'm not a model. I like dressing other people. <laughs> right. right? So I always knew that that wasn't the end goal. Um, and then Luke and I got our first place in LA and I started decorating it and showing mm-hmm. that. And I just saw a really um, big increase in my audience and engagement and people really wanting to see, like how I was nesting, how I wow. was like entertaining when I had girlfriends over and having girls nights. And I was like, oh, people like the millennial generation, our generation, like they yeah. are nesting too. And there's now spending more money on this and like wanting to invest in their homes. Um, right. So I just kind of right. was aware of that and just started sharing more of that and was like, oh yeah, I don't have to do fashion anymore. Like I already love this so much and I actually find more joy out of um sharing this so i went right out. that's great then yeah the home route and then luke and i ended up about four years ago starting um a home up here in idaho we started building yes. and then started sharing that so it kind of morphed that, out is that me. the Ida you call it the idaho
2: idaho modern farmhouse yeah yeah the modern yes. farmhouse the- yeah. Modern horror. So so yeah, so you moved from LA up to Idaho or over to, however, we're on the map here, over yeah. to Idaho. It, what inspired that?
3: So Luke, my husband is originally from Idaho and oh. my dad also has had a place up here in the mountains my whole life. So I've been coming here my whole life as well. We got married up here. Like this has always been mm. a place that we have um, spent a lot of our time and like special moments in our life. And we had both um, I had left my job. I was doing my own thing. Luke had started his own company and we were at a point where we could now leave LA. like it kind of served the purpose for us as far as careers. we loved it. We met really great friends, but we were ready for you know the slower pace of life. we wanted to have a family um, and we really wanted right. to be in the mountains. we loved the outdoors so it that's, I love, so are you guys so happy? Like, best decision you made? We are. Well, especially going through Corona, we're like, oh my God. <laughs> right, I mean, like, seriously. Like, we can walk wow. and hike and just, you know, there's a lot less people here. <laughs> so it's- Yeah, exactly. That, so do you miss LA ever? I do. I mean, I, I'll say I miss my friends or my community mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm. I have here, but I, I know that I made the right decision- for my life now, you know, I may be back in LA at some point. Luke and I are those kind of people that, like, you never know what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I love that. <laughs> Definitely end up back there. So, a very cool. So, I mean, okay,
2: so you have the blog, you have boost. I mean, you have a lot going. On. You're a mother, still a new mother. How yeah. do you balance it all? Is there a balance? Like, how do you manage being not manage, but your business owner, influencer, blogger, mother? How do you do it all?
3: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you drink? You probably drink boozy. I, don't know. I have some cocktails every night. Um, I was talking about this other day, actually, on my story too, just about finding balance. And I'm still finding mm-hmm. that now in motherhood because I'm a new mom and I'm juggling work. So I'm yeah. every day I'm finding it. I always tell myself a day at a time, and a lot of it is um, prioritizing certain things, uh, having a schedule, having a plan, being able to be productive because I work from home and I take care of him at home. You know, right? it's just kind of being mindful, to be honest, right? Do you like, um, what's the term people like
2: time block? Like do you schedule out your days where you're doing, like where you have to know what you're doing when you're doing it or else nothing will get done?
3: Yeah. I don't believe in multitasking.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, makes sense.
3: Yeah. I have to time block so I can really focus on certain things. Um, and like one thing that takes a lot of time that I didn't, uh, realize is answering DMs when you're an influencer. Mm -hmm. And I Well, think-
2: and you have, a, like, a much bigger following than me, and it takes me a while to answer DMs, so I can only imagine.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's not – and I'm not really always posting, um, I guess, like, other people in my space, like, an outfit that can just be linked and somebody, you know, goes and buys it. I'm talking a lot about, like, how I remodeled a room and a space. Mm. And and so People have a lot of questions about those things, and so I really need to take the time to answer them. And that's actually why I have an engaged following, too, I will say, is because – I want that connection. I want to help. Right, the point of me doing this. Exactly.
2: Right. Or else, why are you doing it? Like, yes. otherwise, absolutely. I'm with you on that. And on that note, I mean, so you have grown a large following. It, was it a, has it has it been, was it a slow and steady burn? Or was there like a, a you know, were you featured somewhere and then overnight you gained all these followers? Like, what do you attribute the growth to and the
3: success? Yes. People always ask me that, especially, um, you know, young women that are wanting to start their own blogs, like, how do I grow my Instagram? Um, To be honest, it was slow and steady. You know, I just was consistent and I, you know, it was not overnight. I don't think... Anything that's like worth working for happens overnight, you know? Exactly. Unless it's like some crazy,
2: you know, famous celebrity that gets on Instagram and immediately has a million followers. That's not normal though.
3: No, (laughs) definitely not the norm, Uh, (laughs) not at all. So I always tell people, I mean, could this generation too, like they want, like they want it to happen now, you know, and so oh, they want it sure. to happen yesterday. Like yeah. myself included, I'm 34, but I want it yesterday. <laughs> I know 25. I was having a quarter life crisis. Like why am I not doing more? Why am I not, you know? Like, right. Yeah.
2: So really like you would say though, it's, it's, it's not ro- I mean, yeah, it's really not rocket science and there isn't a magic answer magic anything. It's consistency and, and engagement? I mean, is that really what you
3: would say? Yeah, I would say that uh, being like authentic and transparent yeah. and people connecting with you. I mean, that's why I talk, like I just said, I'm answering messages. I I know a lot of my followers because we have conversations daily almost about right. So
2: like, you know, what's going on in their life. I'm like, like you, you build a, at least I've noticed. And again, I have a much smaller following than you on Instagram, but I've built these like relationships with people that I've never met and I know what's going on in their life and they check in on me. I mean, it's true. It's kind of incredible actually.
3: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, and I've said this before in my story to all of them too, like that is the cool thing about social media. And there are very positive things um, right. that come from it. And one of that is like, connection with people that yep. you would never ever be connected to otherwise
2: exactly no it is really there are some it, it's pretty incredible and you said like you're you're very transparent on your platforms i am too i mean literally my podcast is hashtag no filter yeah. sometimes i may be too yeah. unfiltered but right. you know so you've talked about all sorts of topics and do you like was was there ever a shift or have you always been transparent like did you go into it being like i'm gonna be as transparent as they come or was there a shift over time?
3: I think naturally that's my personality. I'm kind of like mm-hmm. a no bullshit girl. Like yeah, yeah. I don't want to waste anybody's time. I'm not here to like talk about sunshine and rainbows all the time. I, I will say like, I'm right. a very positive person, but at the same time, if I'm struggling, like I'm going to address it and yeah. it's just part of life. And I think it helps other women who follow me connect with me too and ask questions or how can I help them? Um, you know, what have I been through? Can I share my story? Yeah, I just think it's naturally yeah. me. But right. I will say motherhood has changed me a lot too. Yeah, <laughs> just my own perspective on life. It makes you mm. think about your own mortality a lot more um, mm. and purpose and what you know right. what are the things i do really want to share how can i help and just the actual act of like giving birth and what your body mm-hmm. and your mind goes through after um just sharing that Wait, do you have you had a home you had a home birth right or am i making that up I- have a home birth. Yes.
2: So how, I mean, I'm, I guess you're very transparent. So you'll probably talk about whatever you're comfortable talking about. How, was that something you always knew you wanted to do if you were to have a baby, have a home birth or how did that decision? Okay. (laughs) Oh, you didn't. Oh, I don't know. Some people plan this shit. No. Oh,
3: I know girl, but no, 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 no. I I moved from obviously, like I said, LA to small town in Idaho, Uh, like 10,000 people live here. And I just didn't have a doctor yet. So I went to the OB. Oh. There was like one or two to pick from up here. And I just didn't connect with him. And I was like, shit, like I've waited this long to have a child. Like I want this to be a certain experience, whatever, whatever I had in my head. And I'm right. just not really feeling connected with him. Maybe I should find a doula. So I knew like what a doula was to help – Right. Um, Kind of be the middleman between the doctor and yourself and be your, the mom's advocate during birth of what the things that she wants. Mm -hmm. And then I, so I met with a doula and she's like, well, have you thought about a home birth? And I'm like, what's that? (laughs) Like, what do you mean by (laughs) having a home birth? And so, you know, I went down this very long journey while I was pregnant. Thankfully, you know, you're pregnant for that long. and. Meeting with a midwife, talking to a lot of women that had had home births. I never knew anybody that had, Um, and I ended up having the most incredible, beautiful experience in my entire life. And wow, that's because I was just open. I was, I just didn't know any better, I guess, either. And I just started doing my research, and I love my midwife because. And I didn't know this. You no longer see a doctor when you decide to have a home birth, or you don't have to. You see your midwife as your oh, okay. So got it. all your appointments. You know, she comes to your house. She spends hours with you. She does body work, spiritual work, talks about your mindset. I mean, it's kind of everything. It's not just like I'm going to take your yeah. vitals, check the baby, see you next month type of thing. So right. and, wow. And not to say that that you know doesn't work for other people. It's just I wanted. I wanted a different experience, I guess I'll say. So yeah. yeah. It.
2: So it's not like you, but like growing up, it's, it's not like you're like, oh, I want to do a home birth. Like you really didn't plan for that no. until you were in Idaho and didn't connect with your doctor.
3: Yeah. Not, yeah, not at all. Wow. I didn't really plan for it. I mean, I've been on this journey with my husband too, Luke, just about like clean living and health. And so we're very mm-hmm. into that. And so in a, it just aligned a lot better with what I was looking for um, because I had, him all natural too so when you're at home you don't have any drugs so that's right right did it hurt real badly like how bad are we talking here Uh, (laughs) it hurt pretty fucking bad yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) but I will say I was prepared as much as I could be my my mind Mm -hmm. specifically too I didn't know what the pain was going to be um Thankfully, right. I had him very, very fast, like within three hours. So it kind of wow. went like zero to sixty, very, very quickly.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my god. That. So you're like, would you do it all over? Like, you do you, you recommend not recommend a home birth? Everyone has to make their own decisions right. on that. But like, you you don't regret doing a home not birth? Not at you all. I actually
3: am so right. thankful that I had the experience that I got to home wow. birth and that I had a healthy baby and I had no complications and yeah. You know, I would definitely do it again.
2: That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, and so, yeah, so you're very transparent. You talk about all these, is is there, are there really any topics you wouldn't talk about, like on your Instagram or or, or website? Like if someone, are you really like an open book? No,
3: I'm really an open book.
2: (laughs) I love it. You and I are so similar. I love it. So how, like, I guess, you know, and I, it's almost like, it's like how do you not bring it up so i'm it, with everything going on in the world after crone i'm talking more the most recent stuff yeah with, you know that um, matter. george Floyd, everything going on yes so how are you how do you feel like you know you're you are an influencer you have a platform and like, how do you feel your platform might or might not evolve with all that's going on? Like, do you feel pressure as an influencer? How are you kind of handling
3: it? Yes. Yeah. No, I'm really glad we're talking about this and you asked this question. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of Go my ahead. influencer friends um, calling me and talking to me about it because I feel like yeah. I am more transparent. And so they're kind of like yeah. looking to me. Um, yeah. And what I'll say is, I'm just honest about what's happening. And a week ago when we did um, Blackout Tuesday and um, after it, I mean, I have a lot of, I do have a lot of black women that follow me too. And so having conversations with them has been great for me. Um, And I've also encouraged my followers. I don't feel pressure and I don't feel like it is my responsibility. I will say, I feel like it's each individual's responsibility to do something.
2: I agree with you on that. I, you know, it's hard though, because I feel like, um, you know, even with my podcast and I I just like, I almost felt at first it was like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. I say something and I might offend someone, even though I'm not meaning to offend, or I don't say the right thing. So in that sense, I felt pressure, but then I kind of just said, you know what, I need to do what feels right. And I want to talk about if I lose followers because of that, then you know what, then I lose followers, Right. right? Like, right. I hear you. It's, you know, cause people are losing followers left and right. Like, have you gotten any um, not backlash, but have you gotten any negative feedback on, on how you're handling it or not not really?
3: I've gotten a few okay. um messages from women that their husbands are police officers that feel okay yeah. very strongly one way and they're angry, and so they're taking it out on yeah. me. I get it. Right. <laughs> it's right. it's not right. about right. me at the right. end of the day, and I'm aware of that so you know, I am just responding to people that are maybe coming to me in that light with just positivity. And yes. my perspective, everybody is different. Yeah. I'm going to do what works for me. And that's what I've encouraged all my followers to what I'm posting are things that I have found helpful, inspirational, and then yes. addressing it, being honest with what I'm doing, and then mm-hmm. them to do their work. I, I don't need to keep yeah. tabs on them. <laughs> you
0: know
2: it no there was some there were some um there was a blogger who wrote something and I was reading it and she was like, look, I plan on reading, you know, X, Y, and all these different books. And she's like, but I'm not doing book reports for you. Like you have to do the work and it's true. You do. I mean, you can't, I mean, yes, like you said, you know, and I'll share, you know, inspirational things and information I feel that is appropriate to share and that I want to share, but there are also things that you might not share and you might just be doing the work on your own in your own home. Yeah. And I Um, don't need
3: to go on stories and list all the things I'm doing too, to get like, that's driving
2: me crazy by the way.
3: When yeah, people do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
2: I mean, good for them. But like, I also don't need to know the exact dollar amount you donated. Like, I don't need to know that. I know. You know?
3: <laughs> I know. It's, yeah.
2: But look, everyone's. I think everyone's doing their best, and I, I, I think everyone's, you know, doing what they feels right. But it is, yeah. It's like I wanted to, ask, you know, of course I want to ask about it. I did an episode the other day just to kind of address it and talk about it on my podcast. But then I have feedback that's like we come to hashtag to filter because we want unfiltered conversations like with, you know, like they're not coming to me to talk about, they're not coming to me to, I'm I'm not an activist necessarily, okay. but I'm still going to talk about it. And if you want to unfollow me because of that, then unfollow me.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're half-time kind no of filter, so shouldn't you talk about it?
2: Exactly. So I think we're just all kind of finding our footing right. and I, um. but no, I think that's great how you're doing it. So Before, so kind of totally switching gears, actually. Um, Well, well, watch I'll ask the, okay, so in the last part of my episodes, I always do this rapid fire round of just like random questions, you know, first thing that comes to mind. A couple of these, um, well, well, let's first ease into it. Um, If someone were to play you in a movie, who would
3: it be? (laughs) I feel like Jennifer Garner, because I get that all the time.
2: I love that. Wait, do you get that because your personality, like mannerisms?
3: That and because we kind of look alike.
2: Wait now I need to go like compare the I'm so bad at uh, like seeing if people like a lot of these doppelgangers.
3: Yeah, I used to have longer hair that was a little bit lighter, and so Uh, people always say that when I had longer hair.
2: That's so funny, I love it. Um, If you could have drinks with anyone, living or dead, who would it be?
3: Oh my goodness! (laughs) Um, like my grandmother, I just miss her, and
2: I love that. Oh. If you could get a boozy can in the hands of anyone, who would you? Who would be like your dream customer?
3: Heather McMahon. Oh my god, I live for her. I know, live. She's everything.
2: <laughs> she, she was on not to plug my own shit, but I'll plug my. Own oh, shit. She I live was on my podcast.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: Yes.
2: I love it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's
3: she's the best. You wait, she would totally drink your drink. I well, she loves a white claw, so this she'd even like this better. It's healthier right (laughs) totally okay we're gonna we'll have to make that happen um if
2: you could take an airplane anywhere right now like if corona was whatever if you could take an airplane anywhere in the world where would you go oh my gosh
3: I feel like Italy
2: yeah someone who I interviewed yesterday said Italy where in Italy or just wherever well
3: I mean I love the Amalfi Coast but just like put me like in a vineyard somewhere (laughs) so yes Yes. (laughs) just just lay me down in a Frickin' Vineyard, and
2: I will be happy. Um, If you could only bring three things, not people or pets, but items, like what three items could you not leave your house about?
3: Um, My... (laughs) I don't even know. <laughs> um, I'm like, I really don't really
2: care about anything. Uh, I know, I know. It's like Heather McMahon said a charcuterie board, but they probably have that in Italy.
3: So. Oh, that's pretty legit. Yeah. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. my favorite CC cream I wear every day that has SBS. which one? I got to protect my face. Um, Luna Aster. Yes. It's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, Good to know. Probably a boozy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or right. several. Yeah, or several. <laughs> and like a sweatsuit. i'm just going to be comfortable yeah
2: i love it i love that's a good i like that um if what would your last meal on earth be a
3: mexican like tacos guacamole chips
2: yes queso yep. all the queso uh, yep all right. um okay three business uh, pieces of business advice or no no three pieces of advice first what um is the best business advice you've ever received
3: um so if it's your own company, like my blog, I was given the piece of advice that you're the one that controls how much content you're putting out there. So slow mm-hmm. down and give yourself a break. Oh, I like that.
2: Like, do you don't have to do it all? Like, like ease into it, or just kind of like you don't have to. You
3: don't have to feel like, like you have to post every single day. It's right, about quality. Right not quantity. I quality not quantity. I love that. So what advice would you
2: give? Well, maybe it's well, I guess more in the front from starting boozy. What advice would you give for a first-time business owner? Uh, or would that be the same advice?
3: No, I think well, yes. I I like that for a blog that makes sense or yes. your own you're you know, putting content out, but as far as a business, I think having a plan and not like a business plan that you learn in school. But actually having a concrete plan and a point of view and a value proposition, mm. you have to be different. Like, why are you creating this business? Right. Because it's it's so funny. I had my, when was it? I don't know.
2: Earlier in quarantine, I had my dad on my podcast and he his business advice was, or it was something about someone starting a business. And he said, you don't have to do it differently. Just, or, I'm sorry. You don't have to do... You just have to do it better. You have to do it differently. Like it can, like I, I'm trying to think right. of an example, but it's exactly to, what you're saying. Yeah.
3: Like, you don't need to reinvent the wheel necessarily. Correct, correct. You can like correct. take a new spoke and put it in. And so like yes. I'm an alcohol, which has been around forever and there's a hundred things that are mm-hmm. canned. And there's even now mm-hmm. like White Claw, which is hugely successful, but we are a true cocktail. We're actually vodka. That's what makes us different. We're clean, you know, we, right. so it's just, you have to have your spin on it. You you have to have your spin on it exactly.
2: What um, and what advice would you give to your younger self in general?
3: <laughs> Don't put so much pressure on yourself. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, I mean, I kind of alluded to it when, like, when I was twenty five, thinking I needed to be the CEO of a company. Like, calm down. Just like right. But look at you now, you're running your own businesses. Yeah. I mean, it just things take time. So uh, grinding. Yeah grinding it out being consistent is important
2: yeah yeah absolutely um because you're obviously big with home decorating and everything with your house what are three this is going to be hard for you about but just because I'm sure you have so many but three must-haves like if someone's decorating a home for the first time like their own for their first home what are three must-haves or three important tips or just something yeah. you could share to kind um, of guide them
3: I always say that like I call them foundation pieces, meaning um, things that you use every single day and that you it's worth spending a little bit of money on. Um, Your sectional sofa, couch, whatever you get that you're sitting on every single day. Yeah. Um, The mattress that you sleep on. Yes. Um, And other things that are just like must-haves. I'd probably say – Bathroom items because I'm such yeah. a home care person um, <laughs> that are not like big furniture pieces, but just some self care stuff, things to take care of yourself. To right really dig into yeah, and then what? What would you say like
2: home decor, like a home decor trend you hope never comes back? Like was was there ever a home decor trend you just could not get?
3: Yeah, up? because I'm now working on a fixer upper and it's from the 90s and there's just some atrocious things. Oh. One being <laughs> you kind know, of like cinder block glass that they put in the front yeah. doors and bathrooms, like it needs to be literally set on fire and demolished. It's right? bad. It's real bad. It's, it's very <laughs> bad. Yeah. I have some in this house and I'm like, how do I get rid of this?
2: Right. Oh my God. That is too funny. Um, and what, I mean, I don't know if you, I mean, maybe you just, you buy things and decorate the way you like, regardless of if it's a trend, but for someone who is looking at the trends, what's, could you say, what do you know right now is like a hot home trend right now? A
3: home decor. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. I built like a farmhouse up here Mm
2: -hmm. and then I
3: didn't realize Mm -hmm. how trendy it was going to become like the modern farmhouse. (laughs) Now it's like in LA, they're like building modern farmhouses. I'm like, what the hell? Like. Really, What? Yeah. I'm like, okay. that's awesome. Yeah, but it is. It's very, very popular. Um, and I feel like mid-century modern is coming back too, which is super cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's super cool. Definitely, I love mid-century modern. Um, okay, and finally, what motto or quote do you try to live by daily? If you
3: had to pick, uh, a day at a time. Mm, yeah, for me, it's like an hour yeah. at a time. I said that when I first had my son, because like having a newborn is like terrifying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: An hour at a time. Yeah. An hour at a time. I love it. Um, where can, tell everyone if they don't already know, where can they follow you? All, Cause you have websites. Yes. Instagrams for the company, everything. Yes,
3: yeah, So boozy is boozy.com website and our Instagram handle is drink boozy. Um, and then mm-hmm. for my blog, it's SBK living, which stands for styled by Casey. Um, So sbkliving.com is my blog and it's my Instagram handle and Pinterest and all of the things. (laughs) Amazing. So everyone needs to follow you. Thank you so much. This
2: was so much fun. I feel like I could talk to you forever. (laughs) And there you have it. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Casey. Isn't she great? If you aren't following her, you definitely should. And check out Boozy. I mean, clean cocktails in a can. What's so bad about that? It sounds pretty perfect. Um, so anyway, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. As always, you can follow me on all social media at by Julie Lauren, be sure to check out my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Julie Lauren. And thank you as always for listening. And I'll be back very soon. Bye.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
1: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with
0: any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Are you in search of deeper meaning in your life? Longing to manifest your true desires and unlock your full potential? Look no further than Portal Mystico podcast, your gateway to treasure trove of transformative tools, enlightening interviews, and enriching content. I'm your host, Elena Maggio, and it's my heartfelt desire to guide you on this extraordinary journey of self-discovery. And with every episode, I'm passionate about sharing and introducing you to new topics in self-development, metaphysics, astrology, the law of attraction, numerology, interviews that will eliminate your path and fuel your own personal growth. This podcast is your wellspring of inspiration dedicated to help you uncover your purpose with unwavering passion. Together, we'll dive deep into the fascinating topics and explore endless possibilities. Listen to Portal Mystico on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite platform.
2: I'm Chris Hahn, the Aggressive Progressive. Check out a new episode
1: of the Aggressive Progressive Podcast every Tuesday. You know, the election is heating up. Just as the year is winding down, stick
2: with
0: me. I'll tell you the truth as I see it. Download The Aggressive Progressive on Pandora or wherever you get your podcasts.